Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here, we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So where are we going today, thought thinkers? Well, I can tell you where we are. We are at season two, episode three, and the topic is admit it. You lack discipline of the self. But before we get started, I first want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support that my podcast has been getting. And so if you're new here, you can keep supporting us. You can go directly to my website at runonthoughts.com. You can um, join us on Instagram at runonthoughtspodcast. You can join us on Facebook at runonthoughtsblog. We're on Google Podcasts. We're trying to get on Apple Podcasts. But right now, for those of you that are here, let's get started. I came up with this idea to talk about discipline for a lot of reasons, right? I realized that there are some areas of our lives where we have great discipline. And then there are areas of our lives where we lack discipline. So I was doing a little research and I checked out this psychologist by the name of Walter Michelle. And Walter Michelle is the psychologist who first administered the marshmallow test. And basically the marshmallow test is the test where he sits a marshmallow or, the, or some other treat in front of children. And then he promises these children a greater treat if they can withstand not taking this treat. And at first, even he believed that um, if the child could have discipline, this would affect the child later on in life and things like uh, uh, avoiding negative outcomes like uh, jail time, obesity, drug use, Now, the irony is that I found out that this Walter Michelle, he was a chronic smoker and he did not have any discipline with smoking. That is until he ran into a person who had lung cancer and they were dying in the hospital. And it was in that revelation that he realized that part of discipline, right, is being able to see yourself you have to be able to attach a goal, a future goal to what it is that you're doing. You have to be able to change the perception, right? You have to be able to, what did he say? His exact words were, he found that the crucial factor in delaying gratification is the ability to change your perception of the object or action you want to resist, Trying to avoid the tasty treat in front of your nose. Put a frame around it in your mind as if it were a picture or photograph to make the temptation less immediate. So I was like, all right, let me think about this, right? So I was like, is that what I do? And I'm like, I think so because when we're all focused on a task, the task gets a life of its own, right? We... I, if I say I'm going to make Thanksgiving dinner, all of a sudden I got my lists out. I'm taking out my pans. I'm going to the supermarket. I'm in preparation. I'm in preparation mode. And that's a light thing, right? But I remember when I first went back to school, the first time I went back to school, I flunked out because I was basically 
in the cafeteria playing cards with friends. Hey guys, y'all know who y'all are. Playing cards with friends, flunking out, and not seeing the future reward of me being in school. Although I knew in the back of my mind, but I never put it to the front of my mind. But now I am a single mom, I am raising a small son, and I am beginning to see the world around me differently. So I put a different expectation for myself on going back to school. So when I got my ass back in school, I had a new focus and I was able to succeed at that task. So I looked up the word, what is a disciplined person? A disciplined person, it says, it is the assertion of willpower over more basic desires and is synonymous with self-control, right? It includes having the personal initiative to get started and the stamina to persevere. Being disciplined gives you the strength to withstand hardships and difficulties, whether physical, emotional, or mental. And then I looked up some other words like patience, right? Because I've also realized that sometimes with discipline, some of us are not patient with ourselves. Because even in discipline, right, we have to practice new habits. We have to give ourselves time, right? Everything is not just a cold turkey. So I was just thinking about some things that have allowed me to be disciplined and some things that I'm not disciplined in. Like most people think that I am very uh, responsible and I am. I'm responsible when it comes to paying my bills. I've never, ever paid a bill late in my life. Mostly because I realized that it may seem like I'm a disciplined bill payer, but the truth is that I believe that I have trauma attached to not paying bills. I never wanted to be in an environment and raising a child where the lights are off or even the cable is off, the water is off, there's no food in the refrigerator. So my trauma attached to not having makes me have tunnel vision when it comes to bills. And I was like, oh, I was giving myself all of this credit. Like that's why you have discipline. So this Michelle theory for me, it really makes sense because as I thought about some other things where I have strong discipline, right? Like I am, I have strong discipline when it comes to cleaning. Some people like cleaning. I don't necessarily like cleaning, although my son and others would say that I do, I don't. But there is something about a clean home that makes me feel safe. So you see how I've attached cleanliness and safe, right? I can find all the things that I need. I'm never in a frenzy if I'm looking for something. Everything has a home in my home. And I realized that home family, all of these things make the issues of trauma, abandonment, not feeling wanted, all of these things make me feel safe. So I realized that when all the things where I focus and it seems that I have discipline, my brain has attached them to a trauma and me not wanting to live or exist and the negative experiences that I've had. So I've been able to change those ideas and make put them in a positive frame. And therefore, it seems that I have discipline, you know. So 
Another area of my life where it seems that I have discipline was in parenting, right? I think I've talked about um, this with you guys in the first season where I say that in parenting, I have never made a sacrifice, right? And people find that hard to believe. And I believe that that's because I don't feel like when I was little, people made those type of sacrifices for me. Now, my adult self knows better. I know that people made sacrifices for me, but that is how I felt. So when I became a mom, my tunnel vision was centered around making sure that my child never felt how I felt. I didn't have any tools to be a mother. So I said, I'm just going to do the opposite of what I received. Give love, do this, do that. I mean, I was like a movie mother running around making sure that this little boy had everything that he needed. And some of that was me reliving a childhood that I wanted, right? So when I say that I didn't make any sacrifices, it's because everything that I was doing for and with him, those are the things that I wanted for myself, right? So I I do know that a lot of parents live vicariously through their children, but I considered it sharing some experiences with my child. Like I love to go to the zoo, to the aquarium on trips. My son has never, he'll tell you, had to run into the house and say, mommy, Mr. Softy, the ice cream truck, because I was always ready to rock and roll. There's always been an abundance of food, of snacks, of clothing, of TV shows, of trips, of extra money, of all of these things. And it seemed like I was a disciplined mom and always having all of these things readily available, but I was disciplined because of the lack that I had. And it's so crazy because even in that discipline, there were some things that my son didn't even need, right? I didn't get hugs and kisses and those kinds of things. So I gave him an overabundance of those things and guess, guess who don't like those things. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But now in adulthood, I find that I have some struggles in some other areas of my life where discipline, self-control, and patience are concerned. Well, I'm not really patient with myself, right? Because I have always thought that the things that I am good at, that I am good at naturally, but as I have been doing the work that I am asking you guys to do, and that is unpack, I am realizing that, you know, my traumas are that I am uber, what's the word? Because people talk about it all the time, but I actually hate the word. I am uber independent, right? Because when you lack, you don't believe that there are people out there who are going to help you. So you think that you have to do everything by yourself. So my brain has trained me to believe that I can do everything. So when there is something that I can't do, something that I get wrong, or something that is not going my way, yes, I'm a brat, I tend to be hard on myself because I just can't understand why I can't get it together. And one of those areas is diet and exercise, right? When I was a teen, 
I was a dancer. I was a hip hop dancer and I was good, but I was a hard hip hop dancer, right? I went to dancing school. I went to Gloria Jackson dancing school on Merrick Boulevard, got the nerve to live up the block from there. I wasn't that good in most genres, but I was good in African. But anyway, so dancing made exercise normal and fun to me. So I wasn't really concerned about my weight or my health. I was just being a young person out in the world living, right? I wasn't really watching my diet because back then, after you ate, you did your chores, you played outside, you ran, you roller skate. Oh yeah, I'm gonna talk to you guys about that on another on another podcast episode because your girl is out here trying to learn how to roller skate again. I look crazy, so I am definitely a good time to watch. However, I ain't no quitter either. Not quite disciplined, but I ain't no quitter. So anyway, we would be outside riding our bikes, playing kickball, running, jumping, dancing, double dutch, a whole host of activities that were just natural for young people. And then as you get older, you you settle into adulthood and the responsibilities of adulthood, cooking, cleaning, working, laundry, and you, right? You become less important to the bigger picture, so you think, right? You're not practicing things like self-care. And I'm going to share something with y'all. I'm a diabetic. It runs in my family. It runs in both sides of my family. And when I was diagnosed with diabetes, I knew that I had diabetes. I wasn't afraid or anything like that at first. I thought I was going to have to give myself a needle and I thought I was going to do all the other kind of things. But my village came together and they assisted me in making sure that I was good. I did make a lot of changes. Most of the changes that I make is because my son be watching me like a hawk. So there's some things that I got to do. But And there's some things that I have given up completely. And there are some other things that I need to do that I'm finding it hard to maintain. I don't have self-control. It's almost like the second I say, I'm not going to eat any sugar, all of a sudden, your girl wants sugar. The second I say, I'm not going to do this, I want it. I'm, I start walking. I'm, I'm enjoying walking. That'll last a week. And the, oh, I walk home from work. Don't be jealous, but I only worked about 10, 15 blocks from home. But, but it's like a myriad of things that make me feel like, what the fuck is the problem? I just want to be healthy, but nothing in my spirit is allowing me to attach discipline. I don't have any discipline. I don't know what to do. And in the back of my brain, I know that I can see that if I'm healthier, I will live longer, right? And I know that this immediate sacrifice in delaying some gratification, I have to be able to change the perception, right? But that's where I'm at right now. How? How do I change the perception of that, right? So I'm going to have to go outside of myself and I'm going to have to seek help with that, right? Because everything that I share with you guys are my feelings. So I'm going to have to call in someone who is skilled and, and who can give me tools to be disciplined in the areas of my life that I don't necessarily attach trauma. Because I don't even know if that's a good thing, that all the things where, excuse me, where I have discipline, they're attached to trauma. 
That sounds like some sick shit in my head, but it is the truth. And all the things that I don't attract, attach trauma to, I just can't do. Because like, even when COVID started, I had one meltdown, but then myself and my son, we got into gear quick, fast. I went to BJ's. I stocked up on dry goods. I stocked up on emergency food. We had a station at the front of my door where we would uh, unpack all of the groceries, physically wash them with soap and water before we picked them up. I still had to go to work. So that scared me. I was coming in the house, stripping down in the hallway, getting in the shower, washing my face, washing my body, even washing my natural 4B hair. Now, y'all know that's something. Every single day, I was eating fish and vegetables and because it was attached to fear, right? I was being disciplined because I could delay my gratification because of fear. And I don't want to do that anymore, y'all. I don't want to attach my discipline to fear because as soon as I stopped being so afraid, some of those things went out the window, right? Like I still come home and bathe. We still spray down groceries, but we're not washing them. I mean, my son's hands were raw to the point where I had to make him a special soap. I do that too, y'all. I'm really good at DIY, especially when it's attached to self-care. But, you know, so we did that and it's like, but some of the things that I did, I want to be able to maintain so I don't have this discipline when it comes to diet and exercise. I am going to work on that because I am 45 years old and I feel good, right? I love my skin. I love the body that I'm in. I love my life. I love the many accomplishments. I love my village, but I want to be able to also love my body. And not because I'm trying to be some brick house. I can't be that because I am a part of the little booty committee. You know what? Scratch that. I don't really have no booty and I'm all right with that. Right. But I would like to have a flat stomach and I would like to be out here in a little tube top and some flowy pants in the summertime. And I try to make that my reason. But the truth is, you know, I'm a diabetic. I want to be around for whatever my son decides that he wants to give me some frigging grandchildren because I am red D. All you grandparents out there who think that you grandma and glamas and all this other kind of crap. I'm coming for y'all. I'm coming for your titles. Anyway. Scroll back, Marshall. Scroll back. So I want to become disciplined. So I am going to be working on that. And I'm going to start sharing my progress with you guys because I want to be here, right? I want to be around. I want to be roller skating. I want to be jumping double dutch. And maybe I need to make a better commitment. And maybe if I could see diet and exercise the way I do my self-care Sundays where Every Sunday, I give myself, I wash my face, I give myself a facial, I give myself a body scrub, I do my toes, I do my hands, I make sure that I am oiled down, I give my, you know, I change my bed linen, I put on a fancy pair of pajamas, sometimes I'll read or I cook or I do something just to unwind and make sure that I have connected with the spirit of Marshall. And I'm wondering if maybe I could just add in, you know, 
diet and exercise, right? And maybe with diet, maybe I could come up with some new words. Maybe I won't be dieting, right? Maybe I'm going to call it eating sexy, right? Because if I make me a piece of salmon, and my salmon is popping because I season it all the way through. None of this sprinkle and bake. So if I make myself a piece of salmon and some beautiful asparagus and I plate it all beautiful, that's sexy food. So I'm thinking that I'm going to call this grown and sexy. And I'm going to get back to y'all and I'm going to let y'all know how this works out for your girl. But anyway, another area of my life that I am not disciplined in, oh, brother, relationships. I'm laughing because sometimes I feel like I am one of those people that is so smart that she's stupid, right? Because when it comes to relationships, I'm not quite sure if it's me, them, we, society, my expectations, their expectations, who I really am. I will admit that I'm a little difficult and not a little difficult in the sense that I'm not giving. I am extremely giving. There is nothing that I won't do for someone that I love and anyone could attest to that. I cook, I clean, I used to own a sex toy shop. I am down for whatever. I got good credit. I got money in the bank. I save, I'm fun, I'm down to do whatever. So it's not those things, but it's also that I require a lot of alone time, right? I enjoy being by myself but I would also like the company of a man. So in the past, I have dated men who don't really have time for me, right? And in that not having time for me, what happens is that we're not connecting long enough to create a healthy, strong bond that builds up on a relationship, right? And I'm a full brat. I will admit that I'm a brat, okay? Are y'all happy? Your girl's a brat. So I like gifts. I love gifts. I have a tiara. I like wearing it out in public. I like to be um, I, I like to be celebrated. I like celebration. I can celebrate anything. I love big spreads. I love to make everything a thing. And for me, that's because what most people don't realize about me is that I had a hard life. And if I ever wrote a book, y'all would be like, what the what? And I don't mean hard like some of the traumas. I've never been raped. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you, mother of the universe. But at the same time, I've been made to feel like I'm not supposed to matter to the universe. And the struggle with that is that I have always mattered to me. And because I matter to me, whoever is in my circle, I better matter to you or you can leave this alone. So what happens is that when I have sex with someone, for me, that's an exchange of energy, which is why cheating is a deal breaker for me, right? Because if you cheat on me, I believe that cheating changes the person that is cheated on. So where I was able to be free and to be at home watching a movie, laughing, and he is out in the world doing whatever he wants to do. If you cheat on me, now I'm like, where you at? Where you been? What's going on? So for me, I don't trust you because now for me, a cheater is a liar. 
A cheater is a manipulator because you got to do things to cheat. You got to start telling me little lies. You got to take time away from me. You got to say that you're going to be doing this and you're going to be doing that. And your girl just don't want to be bothered, right? And so sometimes I think that because I am self-sufficient, there are just things that I don't want to put up with or have to put up with. But when I'm in love, stupid Marshall shows up and I put up with more than I should, right? And my inner brain has this long list of things that I would tell people, girl, don't put up with that. Girl, you don't have to do this. Girl, be strong. But when it's time to execute things that require discipline, like say I say, if you don't do A, I'm going to do B. Well, when it comes to me doing B, God forbid B is saying that I'm never going to call you again. Well, while I'm mad, I won't call you. But as soon as I'm not mad or I thought about the role that I played in or I feel like I said enough and I let it go because I'm also the type of person where once I get it all out, I'm done. But now the level of disrespect that you have shown me now that I'm not on high for some reason, all of a sudden your girl can forgive almost everything. And now I need to call you. And now I want to talk to you. And I'd be like, and it's not even that I want to talk to you because I want you back. I just want to win or I'm not disciplined. It's like I can hear God, the universe, Mother Earth in my spirit saying, Marshall, don't call him. Or Marshall, don't do this. Or Marshall, if you want it your way, all you got to do is what I tell you to do. And once I hear that I can't do something, all of a sudden I'm gone. All of a sudden I'm fighting. All of a sudden. So it's just like, man, why can't I practice self-control? Why don't I have any patience? Why am I not disciplined? I'm like, is that my ego? I don't want it to be my ego. I, I didn't even think that I had an ego because I don't really care what people say. I am not that person. There is nothing that another soul could ever say to me to get me to change how I see the world unless you show up to the table with something that's going to show me and once again, allow me to change how I see it. It ain't because you said it, but it's because how I see it. And then I feel like because I enjoy so much alone time, I feel like I need to put up with more because I feel like the relationships that that have um, days and days and days and days and many hours to have built a relationship, I feel like I never gather that. So as I'm talking to you guys right now, I am being very transparent and I'm realizing that like you guys, I too have to unpack, right? Because that's one of the things that is always going to be happening in this podcast. While I'm telling you to do things, I am going to be sharing with you guys where I thrive and also where I fail. Because I believe that that is truly, truly what healing looks like, right? I don't want you to aspire for perfection. I want you to aspire to be whole, right? That's what I want to be. I want to be whole, well, and I want to be here thriving and I want to be living a life. All right, y'all. I'm tired of talking to you guys. Bye.